Hey yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk, but let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie, so buckle up and let's do it together. Honestly, I have no idea where the last two years have went. (laughs) I feel like I was just a baby new grad nurse the other day walking onto my unit for the first day of orientation. But at the same time, there's shifts or, you know, weeks where I feel like I trip over my own two feet like Bambi. And I'm like, man, am I back like to my first week of being a nurse because I truly feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. And I think it's such a beautiful thing to realize that, you know, you're going to have that contrast. You're going to have days where you feel like you have it all figured out and you're going to have days that are really, really hard. They're really challenging. Maybe the acuity of your patients is a little bit higher or your patient load is a little bit harder to manage or, you know, your time management isn't on point and know that that's okay. And that we are in a profession that is constantly growing and evolving, which also means and grants you the opportunity to be a human who is in constant state of growth and involvement too, right? You're not always going to know, you know, the most most up-to-date, you know, medicine, or you're not always going to know the most up-to-date, you know, interventions, and you might have to look things up, and you might have to phone a friend or call on the charge nurse and realize, like, that's the beauty of the profession. That's part of being in an ever-changing work environment is that you get to change with it, and I think that that sometimes just helps me bless and release the pressure of quote unquote needing to know it all because we do have so many resources available to us you know there is you know clinical resources or clinical supervisors or people that can help you out but i wanted to share with you just a few things and elaborate on them um, that have helped me navigate being a nurse over the last two years and while being a travel nurse has been on my heart and a dream of mine since I started nursing school, I always try my best to share the real, raw, vulnerable parts of travel nursing that not everybody talks about. So if we're not connected over on Instagram at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore, definitely come connect with me there. I don't want to focus this episode solely on travel nursing, but I am going to tie some of my travel nurse experience into my, you know, staff nurse experience because the two have complemented each other really well and they also contrast in a lot of different ways too. So let's dive in and I want to chat about five things that I have learned in my first two years of being a nurse and I want to start off with the first one like really hit it home and that is deciding to leave a toxic work environment isn't a sign of weakness it's a sign of strength that most people won't show if you realize that you know the people that you work with the hours that you work the acuity the ratios the patient population is not serving you you know you wake up for work every single day with dread and irritability and just the annoyance of having to go there listen to that red flag acknowledge that that's a red flag acknowledge that you are not required to stay in an environment that doesn't serve you and i've been a part of a couple of different you know work environments a couple of different unit cultures and the unit culture truly makes or breaks the work satisfaction and the work experience and while you're not required to, you know, hold the team on your back or to always be the one that boosts morale. You are required to know 
when you're at your wit's end, when enough is enough. Because if you continue to quote unquote push through and, you know, just get by to be a part of a culture that brings you down, that is full of negativity, you know, what is your overall satisfaction, not just with your job, but with your everyday life? Because as hard as we try to leave work at work, when you're a part of a toxic environment, it plays a role in how you show up in your personal life for the people in your life who need you, significant others, relationships, kids kiddos, you know, friends. And so know that there's power in allowing yourself to leave and that needing to leave is not a sign of weakness. It's not that you're less than or that you can't handle your job or you don't have what it takes to be a nurse or you're not cut out for the profession. It means that you have the vulnerability and the honesty with yourself that you need to know when it's time to leave. And I can promise you that when you make that decision and you do put yourself in an environment where you feel supported, where you don't feel like your license is at jeopardy, where you don't feel like you show up to every shift with dread and remorse and regret and anger towards your patients and your coworkers, it makes a world of a difference. And so maybe you're in a season or you're on a unit right now where you don't love the culture, you don't love the environment. Know that you're not stuck, that there is other options out there, which leads me to the next thing. If you work bedside and you truly love your job, don't let guilt or politics tell you otherwise. In light of everything that's going on, it can be really hard to clear out that noise if you really do love what you do because you see all of this other anger and negativity and just people, you know, going to work, you know, saying it's the gates of hell or that, you know, the units are on fire or that the profession is trash and nobody gives a damn about nurses. You know, it's heavy. The politics are heavy. The workload is heavy. The profession is heavy. But can I be completely honest with you? I am so damn tired of hearing all of the negativity of, you know, already going to work when it's hard and it's heavy emotionally, physically, and mentally, and then getting off work and seeing other nurses, you know, bash the profession, you know, giving everybody all of this negativity to hold on to, only sharing the negative stories, only sharing the toxic work environments. And it can be discouraging if you're somebody who does love your job, to see so many others so angry and so upset. And for me in this season, you know, being a travel nurse, it is not a walk in the park. You know, yeah, the money's great sometimes. The workload is heavy. And it's even heavier when you're surrounded by people who maybe don't support you being there, who are angry because you're making more money than, than them or, you know, vice versa. And I've been in that situation. I know how it feels but know that there is so much power in creating solutions rather than just complaining, which is what I love to use my Instagram platform for, is to empower nurses with tangible tools and resources to create a life 
that you love, where you don't feel like your personal or professional life, you know, take a hit or take a sacrifice in order to make the other one work. Because when you learn that the true, the two get to live in harmony, they get to live in sync, it makes showing up to work make more sense. It helps you reignite that passion and that purpose for the work that you do as a nurse, but also for who you are as a human outside of work when you're not in those four walls of the hospital or the clinic or wherever it is that you work. So know that if you do love your job right now, lean into that. And if you're struggling to love your job right now, look for the things in your day-to-day that light your soul on fire. And then, you know, maybe start to investigate an exit plan. You know, remember, it's not a sign of weakness to leave your job if it's truly not serving you in the season that you're in. It's a sign of strength to, you know, just honor yourself and what it is that you need professionally and go pursue it. And know that this is one thing that I wish I would have held on to as a new grad is that you're allowed to change your mind and your first job doesn't have to be your forever job and know that you don't owe anybody a certain amount of time or a certain length of time before you're allowed to go you know do a different job or put in your resignation and for me it was like this mindset and this mentality of like well, I have to stay here for a year to get my experience and then I'll like move on to my next job. And while yes, maybe that's true. Maybe you're trying to, you know, go to ICU or you're trying to go to ED or you're trying to go to L&D and like they didn't accept maybe for whatever reason you right out the gates as a new grad and you need that patient experience in order to get there. Fine. That makes sense. But know that that experience doesn't necessarily have to be at the job that you're at, right? You know, we create this mindset block of owing other people time out of a feeling of guilt or out of a feeling of like, well, they hired me and they taught me so much. So by default, I like, you know, owe them X amount of time. Sister, your sanity and your happiness and your career is so much more valuable than putting in time. And to be completely frank with you, if I've learned anything in the last few years of being a nurse, it's that you're just a number to so many. And I don't mean that in an asshole way or to, you know, talk down to you. I'm just a number too. To so many, we are just a number. But to you and to me, you are not just a number. You are a human with a beating heart who has passion and desire and a fire and a desire to impact people. Think about that, you know, why power that you wrote on your nursing school resume, right? We all had to write why we wanted to be a nurse. It was like one of the most common questions on nursing school applications. And so when you are you know, at this battle with yourself of like, do I stay or do I go? Is the job that you're at, you know, aligning with your why power? Is it filling up that why cup? And if it's not, you don't owe anybody time or energy and your first job isn't going to be your forever job. You know, just as the career and the profession grows and evolves, so do you as a human. You learn things that you do like or that you don't like. You know, you allow yourself to try on new things for size. You allow yourself to try new skills. And as you're trying new skills, you're like, oh, I really love this thing. Or maybe like that isn't really for me. For example, when I was on an ENT unit, an ear, nose, throat unit, I did a lot of trachs, a lot of airways. And when I first got there, I was like, "Uh uh-uh, I do not like trachs. I do not like airways. Don't sign me up for this. And then as I was there a little bit longer, I was like, okay, this is like a really good skill to acquire because I realized how many other nurses don't know how to handle airways. And so now that I'm a travel nurse and I'm on a unit where 
almost no nurses know how to handle airways, I get to step in and I get to use, you know, my skills that I learned to help make a positive contribution to the unit. But if I wouldn't have had that first job, that wasn't my forever job, I wouldn't have been able to acquire those skills. So just look at every opportunity as a chance to learn. And know that just because you're comfortable doesn't mean that your job is giving you the fulfillment or the direction to grow that you deserve. And I think this is really powerful because for me, my biggest fear leaving my first job was the comfort factor. It was the security and the stability of knowing the team, of knowing just the flow of the unit, of knowing the patient population and knowing the doctors and the residents. And I was really afraid to leave that comfort and to go have to be a newbie again. But sometimes there is so much beauty and being a newbie again because you allow yourself to acquire new skills to learn how to work on a new team and those transferable skills are going to help you in whatever job you go to next and a lot of time i see this with nurses who have been in the profession for maybe you know 5 10 15 20 years and they've been on the same unit and they've put in all this time and it's like okay to go to a new place to go to a new environment I'm going to require to go back to the bottom of the totem pole. And while that might be true, look at the opportunities that lie there, right? All of the skills and all the things that you learned at that past or previous job that you get to carry and take with you into said new job. And I think a lot of times it comes from a place of scarcity, of feeling like, you know, starting over is going to set you back. When in reality, like all of the work and all the things that you've learned, like I said, they're transferable. They matter so, so much. And if you're in a job where, you know, you don't feel like you're going to be able to make the growth that you want, maybe, you know, you're wanting to pursue a leadership role, but that's not available to you. Or, you know, you're wanting to go back to school, but that's not available to you. Like they're not allowed, like willing to work with your schedule, whatever it is, know that, you're not required to stay there. And comfortable doesn't always equal impact or doesn't always equal fulfillment. So you might just be going through the motions because you are seniority or because you have been there for a certain amount of time. But, you know, are you fulfilled in the work that you do? Do you feel like the work that you do has a deeper sense of meaning? And as humans who care a lot about other humans, right? That's part of the nursing profession is just caring so big and so hard for others, you know, literally taking care of them at their most raw and vulnerable moments, their most deepest and darkest moments. You know, you have to care about them. You have to, you know, have that deep sensation and that willingness to share a part of them with you that, you know, most people don't see. So is the work that you're doing giving you fulfillment? Is it making you feel like you make a difference? And if it's not, maybe, you know, that's a sign of burnout. Maybe that's a sign that it's time to go try on a different job for size and see if there is something else out there that will give you fulfillment. Because if anything, like the nursing profession does not have a shortage of jobs and we all know that, but also a shortage of opportunities. There's so many different ways that you can use your license. And that's the last thing I want to talk about is that your nursing license is a tool in your toolbox. It's not your whole identity. You know, you can use it to capitalize on your strengths and learn about your weaknesses and you truly get to use it how 
whatever you want, whatever capacity that looks like. And so often I see nurses put themselves in a box, you know, once they are in bedside, it's like bedside's all they know. And so they don't allow themselves to explore other options. And one of the best things that I could have done for myself as a nurse, when I was in my about, I think it was around like nine to 10 months, I started looking at per diem jobs because I was like, I just want to try something else on for size. Like I'm really tired of this bedside thing. And like just the the fast paced of it. Like it was just becoming too much for me. It was becoming really, really exhausting. So I started a per diem job as a home infusion nurse and it was like a breath of fresh air. And if I never would have started to explore my options, I never would have even known that home infusion nursing was an option or that it was something that I could do. And I gained so many transferable skills there and a whole lot of autonomy. So looking at your nursing license as a tool in your toolbox to go out there to learn new skills, to network with new people. And you know, if there's something out there that even spikes your interest or your curiosity a little bit, go learn more about it, you know, start to ask and network with people who are, you know, doing quote unquote, non-traditional jobs. You know, maybe you're a bedside nurse and you see a lot of people who are doing non-bedside jobs. Or for example, you want to, you know, work remotely as a nurse. Like, did you even know that was a possibility? I know that for me personally in nursing school, I really only saw bedside options. That was all I saw represented. That was all I got to experience at clinical, aside from like a couple of clinical shifts. And so I didn't really know that there were so many other options out there. But now that I'm in the nursing community, specifically on Instagram, I think social media is such a beautiful thing in this aspect because you really do get to see what else is out there and how other people are using their RN license. And so if you are stuck in this mindset of like bedside is the only option, it's like the only, you know, quote unquote traditional path, I encourage you to put yourself into an environment where you see other people using it in new and different ways. And social media is a beautiful way to do that. There's so many Instagram accounts that I follow who will like post like remote nursing jobs, who do you know nurse health coaching who are infusion nurses who work in the clinic you know work nine to five work four times people who are bedside ed like the options are absolutely limitless so realize that again your rn license is a tool in your toolbox and it can get you to wherever you want you can really capitalize on the strengths the things that you're good at the parts of your job that you really love and ask yourself like how can i make this a career you know Maybe you really don't enjoy working the 12-hour shifts. How can you find a job that's not 12-hour shifts, you know? Maybe you really enjoy the patient education side of it. How can you find a job that incorporates more patient education, more one-on-one time? And really, you get to have so many opportunities. It's just up to you to go out there and find it. So I hope that this episode was helpful, that it just kind of got your brain thinking about, you know, things that maybe you've learned as a nurse that you can pay it forward and pass on to other nurses, but also as an opportunity, maybe, you know, you heard something that was kind of like a gut check that maybe it is time to, you know, shift where you work or to go seek out or pursue other opportunities and to really ask yourself like is what I'm doing fulfilling me and if it's not know that you're not stuck that they again you have so many opportunities out there they are absolutely endless but if you love this type of episode like just like a free chat talking about nursing please let me know at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore and I would also love to know um, who you are and what it is that you do as a nurse and like how long you've been in the profession because I think it's so fun to learn from other nurses not only who are in the trenches right now but who have been the trenches before who understand and get you because truly nurses need nurses before 
before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 